Hey guys, I'm Nick here with Tanner and Zach, and thanks for tuning into the Voyager Way, a podcast dedicated to sharing our passion for everything outdoors with listeners just like you. Whether it's talking about incredible trips we've been on, teaching you the best way to get your own adventure started, or talking with amazing guests about the incredible things they've done or places they've been. You can find it all here on the Voyager Way. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Voyager Way podcast. Uh, tonight, you get Zach and Nick. Um, and we're going to talk, we're kind of following the theme of stuff that you might not think you could do in the winter um, that Zach has some experience with, right? Because you guys did it all through the winter, right? You know, stuff, the thing we're going to talk about. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, and this is something that I... I thought that it would be more feasible in the summer, but then Zach and I need to be too hot. And what we're talking about tonight is um, greenhouses for kind of gardens or flowers or anything you want to do in that realm. Um, we have a kind of a perfect spot in our backyard for like just a little garden um, in, the, in the house that Zach and I rent from. Um, so that's one of my projects this year is to kind of get into. I've never been in a place long enough where setting up a garden has actually made sense. Um, and so this, I feel like this is just the perfect time, especially cause my grandpa does a lot of that kind of stuff. And, um, every time I go up to the cabin, there's always like fresh stuff from his garden. It's so much different than the store-bought stuff. Um, and so, yeah. So one of the things that and I can already get that and my grandpa doesn't, he hasn't done any greenhouse stuff, I don't think, but, um, but Zach, you guys have some stuff or you have some experience doing it at, at college. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I don't, it was kind of a very like lucky and unique situation that I had. Um, so I went to St. John's University, um, just outside of St. Cloud, Minnesota. Um, and on the campus, there's, uh, on the campus itself, it's kind of tucked away in kind of like a rural part of the area. Um, but it, it's an all guys school. And then there's an all girls school that's in the town, um, like, 10 minutes away from the campus and um, it's a, a interconnected school. And um, so a lot of people either live on the campus at St. John's itself. Otherwise some people live in that town and then just kind of commute to the campus to gotcha. do their classes and stuff. Yep, yep. Um, and so the house that I was living at was actually the only like house itself on the St. John's campus. Okay, cool. Um, and so it was part of like the, the school housing. Um, but the cool thing about it was it was kind of like tucked off of the side of the campus. So like the, our backyard basically was just kind of like the rolling hills and like the, the fields and forests and that kind of stuff. So we we're kind of like set off to, um, the side of the campus while being really close though, which was really nice. We could just bike or walk to classes. Um, how did you get lucky enough to get that place? Um, so the, the house itself is uh, it's called like the eco house basically. Okay. And so it's like a community living kind of place where you apply to live there and then people kind of select the people who are going to be living there. And so it's kind of like an intentional community that helps kind of raise awareness to more sustainable living. Cool. Uh, cool. And so, yeah, so that was kind of like the, the idea behind the house and starting it. And so that'll also kind of lead into the greenhouse. Yeah. Um, so like, less than 50 feet away from our front door, there was a greenhouse that uh, a former alumni of the university, when he was in school, he actually made it while he was there. And um, that's kind of a project for different um, 
kind of adventure that he was doing on campus. And so they built this big greenhouse, uh, really well-made greenhouse. And so the kind of thing was that this, this house that I was living in, those people would kind of be in charge of taking care of it while they were living there. Gotcha. Okay. And so all the stuff that we grew there, we ended up selling to the cafeterias for the campuses, as well as to like the local co-ops in, um, the town. No so, way. You guys sold stuff to those Yeah. People? So that was kind of like what we did. We would grow it and then we'd sell it to the cafeteria. So you could go into our cafeteria for either of the schools and it would say like, this was grown by like exactly. on campus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, then we sold it to like the co-ops and other stores kind of in town so that they could sell it to the kind of general public. So it must've been a pretty big greenhouse if you were selling it to that many people. Yeah, we got through quite a bit. And it, it's crazy to think, though, because if you've never been in a greenhouse, um, they get very warm, even in the winter. Um, like, it could get close to, like, 90 degrees, even in the winter, if you're in there on, like, no a really way. sunny, warm day. That's so nuts. Um, and so that's why it wouldn't necessarily work. I know some people have, like, greenhouse kind of buildings in the summer, but they're much more ventilated. But, like, if you had the greenhouse we were using and you use that in the summer, it would just... Just kill everything yeah yeah and so kind of bouncing off of that i was kind of looking up just different facts about greenhouses and kind of where they kind of started and what people have used in the past to kind of make them especially since i guess it's probably like it's too far or too late into the winter season to build one right now it just doesn't make sense yeah they're probably waiting until next year but um they were actually started um being used in the ancient roman times okay so just for a little fun fact there um and originally they were used they used glass as kind of like the outside of them but you can use glass or plastic or i saw some honestly just just bouncing around the internet like some people made a lot of plastic bottles like there's yeah. all or like bales of hay and just a little bit of plastic like there's a million different ways to make it i mean just the concept of having a space that's warmer than like outside would be is pretty much all you need well it's not even warmer in there it just holds the sun's radiation basically yeah. so well and that's what heats it up um there's no like internal heat system i mean some of them do have them yeah but most of them don't have any like internal heating they just use the sun to um basically warm it up and then it just does a really good job at retaining the heat that gets in there yeah because um, like ours the one that i'm familiar working with we had um like you know on like old sheds or something there's like that tin roofing yep it was kind of like that where it has like those little like bumps in it but okay. it was plastic oh i've seen that and yep. so they like overlap those and you just like drill them together okay um and, and then the structure itself was uh like a metal structure but there was um there was kind of two parts to it so there was like an actual room where you could do like the seating of everything yep um, and so that was like not part of the greenhouse that area would get pretty cold and, and you would have to do all the seating and we had like compost and mulch and like all that kind of stuff in this one like room. And then you'd open the door to get into the greenhouse. So it was also like a two door system to oh, get in. So gotcha. it wouldn't let out the heat. It let it oh, that's cold. nice. Okay. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, then you go into like the greenhouse self or itself and then there's like all the dirt and then the plants and all that stuff. Nice. Yeah. And so I also looked up, I mean, I, I kind of had a, a pretty good idea of some of the benefits of having a greenhouse, but I was just interested in what the internet would be able to spit out at me um a lot more yeah probably <laughs> um so one of the benefits that they talked about was like there's a 
wide variety of stuff that you can plant since it is pretty controlled. Like you can kind of control whatever the temperature you want, especially if it's, I think the ventilation is a big thing that I didn't really think about too much. Um, and actually going off of that, one of the stats I kind of read was um, ideally, and this obviously doesn't happen all the time, but ideally um, the entire air mass of the greenhouse needs to be replaced each minute. Yeah. Which is a lot more than I thought it would. Um, yeah. Ours had a, like two really big fans up at the top. Oh, it did have fans. And so, yeah, so this is more of like, I don't know if you consider it like more industrial. Yeah. But it was like the fans were like set up on something where when it reached a specific temperature, they would turn on to oh. make it cooler. Because okay. otherwise, like if, if it was like a 35 degree day outside and it was super sunny, it would likely get way too hot no in there. Way. They're that good at retaining. Yeah, they do yes. a really good job. And oh, so crap. those fans would blow to cool it off to keep it at like a like it would have a threshold that it would keep it at. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it'd never get hotter than that. Holy crap. Okay. Yeah. So definitely a wide variety of plants and that kind of stuff. Um, protection from extreme weather and pests. I feel like that's the one big thing. Like if you're super worried about like rabbits or even like bugs and that kind of stuff or deer, um, just protection from that, which is super helpful. Um, and then as, assuming you built it sturdy enough, like any extreme weather, like you probably just don't have to worry about that either. Like it's just a super consistent source of food, which yep. is so cool. Um, and then another thing, which I thought would tie in really nicely to a story you told me, Zach, um, like good for your health, just like almost like psychological or mentally. Um, do you want to talk? I know you, you said that you used to, did you used to study in there or what would you kind of do? That was yeah. more like therapeutic almost. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it gets really warm in there and our house, um, was great to work, but like, I mean, everybody has those moments where they just want to study or do homework or just do it in a different environment. And so instead of going, it would probably be like a 10 minute walk for me to get to like our library. Um, I couldn't really bike in the winter to get there, but I would just do is just walk 50 feet to the greenhouse, to the greenhouse yeah. and it would be super sunny and bright <laughs> in there. And you're surrounded by all these plants and you know, when you're in like, like if you go to uh, like this a flower like, shop or something, you yeah. walk in there, you can just smell like the fresh air. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was like. So yeah. it's like just a nice place to take a break. And so it wasn't as hot as the sauna, but it's still nice and comfy warm. Yeah. Like you could be in a t-shirt or a long sleeve while you're doing homework in the middle of winter and be surrounded by plants. And like, yeah. it just was a much better environment for me to do homework. So I, would, I wouldn't do it all the time, but it was a great kind of alternative. Just to kind of get away too. Yeah. I feel like it'd be like, I don't know how much quiet, when you said you got, you got Wi-Fi. It was a stretch. Yeah. It was close. <laughs> so I, was okay. I wasn't always there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Just, just more, just that kind of stuff. I feel like almost taking care of it and just hanging out in it would give you like yeah. just psychological and kind of mental benefits, especially I feel like if it's in the middle of the winter with like that seasonal depression kind of stuff, mm -hmm. like I can, I just can imagine if it's even remotely sunny and you're in the greenhouse, like it's going to be warmer. The sun's going to be kind of shining through the plastic or glass wherever you got. So I don't yeah. imagine, that, I can't imagine it would hurt obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so that kind of brought me to the next point. I'm just looking at, okay, how hard would it actually be, be to like build one of these things? Um, which honestly, the Pinterest, the, the internet is just incredible. Like I, I went on and just like, I barely searched. I just pretty much searched like greenhouses and that kind of stuff. And there are, right, no, that's what I did. I, I typed in DIY greenhouses. Yep. There are like, Millions. the first thing I came <laughs> up was a list of 42 different ways to build one. And yep. like, like I said, some of them were, 
they just put like hay bales all around this like planter and then they had like just a door that opened up um or there's like there you can buy some on amazon where it's just like a little it's almost like a it's like a mesh plastic that you just place over your plants right so you already have like the garden built and you just put it over there um yeah some people build them like they're just giant sheds kind of like probably what your guys's was like you could walk in and do all that kind of stuff but um I think, I think the most practical one that I saw was you can make some pretty good, especially for our backyard. Like if we already make a garden, it'd be cool just to build something out of like, you just do out of uh, pallet, like with the wood from pallets, yeah. um, just with some plastic and make sure as long as it has enough ventilation, like you just literally pick it up and then put it, especially if you make it out of wood from like pallets, it'd probably be light enough where in our garden would be giant back there. Um, you could probably just like pick it up and just put it right on top of there when you would need it. Um, and I think you do it pretty cheaply. I, that's the one thing I, a lot of my, I've, I've heard and like interacted with a lot of people who have built similar things like that with pallet wood is pallet wood pretty cheap to find or like, are, are there just, does it kind of depend on where you live or I think it depends you know? on like who you know, cause yeah. some people like I've heard of people that just like can't get rid of it fast enough. Yeah. And then there's people like that, like have a purpose for it, but like they're okay getting rid of it. So yeah. like maybe they would charge something for it. But not too much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think it just kind of depends on who you know or like who you ask. Like sometimes you drive by those places and there's like mountains yes. of pallets. Yeah. And it's like, do they really use those or are they probably trying to not. get rid of them? Yeah, yeah, especially if like they're broken and stuff, then I feel like when they would use them for shipping or like transportation or that kind of stuff, like once they're broken, then they just go in a pile and no yeah, one uses them. Exactly. Um but yeah, but that's definitely we'll we'll keep you guys updated on kind of how that goes. Um and especially once it gets a little warmer. This is going to be my first time kind of turning a space into a garden. Um, so I think that'll, that'll be pretty cool. My grandpa, like I said, gets into that stuff like every every single year. So I think probably, is it Labor Day? Is that in the spring? Labor Day? Or is it Memorial? Uh, Memorial, I think. Uh, we, we had this we conversation. Just, yeah, we definitely did. Anyway, whatever day off that, like that, Monday, that Monday is in the spring, um, I think I'll head up to my – because I think that's when my grandpa starts to like – because he like winterizes all of his yeah. garden stuff with like leaves or whatever. That's a whole nother story. Um, I'll probably go up there and pick his brain quite a bit just for some um, grandson and grandpa bonding time. And yeah. then also just kind of see, just pick his brain. Because I feel like he definitely has a, he's been doing it for long enough where he has a very good system. And so he knows like this works well or this doesn't. And, or if you want, like my dream is to be able to go out there and just grab like, Oh, I need some spinach for my salad or some tomatoes for the sandwich yeah. or just some stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, the thing that I thought was so cool about them is, well, a couple things like ours was mainly a lot of like greens. So like lettuces okay. and like that, like a variety of those. Yep. Um, and because they grow so quickly, so oh, like it yeah. would take like, I forget what the, the turnaround was, but it's like a couple weeks no to way. like, from planting to when you can harvest them yeah. and then you just wait like a little bit longer and then they'll regrow again and you can cut them again. No You're only supposed to do like so many cuttings of them and then replant them. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, but still you get, we didn't have to replant very often throughout the winter and you get, um, a few different cuttings of each kind yeah. and then you just wait a couple weeks and you can do it again and they just regenerate. Uh, and what we did too, and I thought this was, it, when I first saw it, I didn't know a whole lot about them. And so I thought it was super genius to be doing it. Um, so we had like um, the beds on the ground. Okay. So those were just like blocked off with wood and then they're kind of raised beds. And then 
in like all that empty space, we did a lot of like hanging oh, plants. So okay. we took um, some type of like chain okay. that we would hook to the ceiling and we could do them like every like five feet across the ceiling. And then the chain would hang all the way down and along those chains, we would put gutters. Yeah. And so we would have like on each set of chains, you could put like 15 gutters. Oh, so you're growing upwards as well. No yeah. way. So you could have, you just had to make sure that the sun could still go from the front to the very back. Yep, yep. So you'd space them um, upwards wide enough so that sun could get through. Okay. But it was just, a just very, maximize the space. Yeah, yeah. maximize it. And my, yeah, my senior year, we started to um, kind of even move away from just doing the greens and the plants itself. And so what we started to experiment with was aquaponics. Do you know what that is? Uh-uh. Um, so if you don't know what aquaponics is, you should look into it. It's super cool. It's kind of a newer thing that people are starting to do on like bigger scales. But basically what it is, um, is you have some type of container that can hold fish of whatever species you want to do. I think a lot of people do like tilapia oh, or yes, salmon yeah. oh, or okay, okay. some of those kinds of fish that a this. lot of people like to eat. Yep. And so you put them in whatever like holding tank or container and then... Basically, there's a way that you put the plants on top of it where the roots are basically able to get into the water. Okay. And so it's like a closed system where the fish are partially feeding off of the plants and eating any like insects oh, or yeah, that, kind of, that kind of stuff or microorganisms. And then in return, the uh, plants are filtering out the water that the fish are living in. No way. And so that helps them grow because they're taking those nutrients out. Yep. Uh, and so it's kind of like a really cool closed cycle where they're like helping one another. And so at the end of it, you basically get greens that you can harvest and then lots of people will sell the fish as well. Yep, yep. So Holy yeah, it's a really crap. cool thing. So we, we did it on a pretty small scale just to test it out. Um, you did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what fish did you use? We had tilapia. You did? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but by the time I left, they weren't super big yet. Um, so I'll have to, I haven't actually really checked in with, um, the people that have been living there recently to see how all of that's going. Well, well if you had a greenhouse, you could keep them in there year round. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were doing that, that in the winter. Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. crap, that's sick. Yeah, it's super cool. This so is gonna get involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it was just like a really cool thing I didn't know about, and we tried it, and it seemed to work really well. But uh, it's probably not that much maintenance too. That's why I kind of read no. was reading too, like with these greenhouses, like it's really not like that much work. You just like, go in and water it every day. Yeah. Like as long as you, I mean, you probably have to do like probably the most is building it obviously. And then getting all like when you have to seed and do all that kind of stuff. But once like you get it going, like the upkeep is probably not that bad. Yeah. yeah. Water once a day on mild days and then a couple times a day on a really hot day. Yeah. Good. Holy crap. Okay, cool. Well, we'll definitely keep you guys kind of updated with this kind of stuff. I mean, all this, we, as you guys can probably tell, we're very interested in a lot of different things that we can do, um, especially if it leads to kind of more sustainable living and um, kind of just getting more in touch with nature and that kind of stuff. And so this is definitely on our, on our list. Um, what do you, like, what is your hope or vision for like what you want to plant in there? Do you have something like initially in your head? Like, I really want this. I want to grow this in the winter. See, I just want to get super practical with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want it to be all stuff that, like you said, it regrows pretty fast. So like you get way more bang for your buck and it's pretty like idiot proof. Cause I've never done this before. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. 
Um, and it's all foods that I enjoy, right? It's like, I'm like, I'm not a huge, I, I will say this, I'm not a big tomato guy. I, I will eat them on sandwiches, but garden tomatoes are so much different than store-bought. Like yep. it's nuts. Um, so like just that kind of stuff. And I think making a habit of eating that kind of food could only do good things for me. So, um, just to probably get my foot in the door, just to start a lot of this stuff and start some pretty easy things so that when I do end up getting a place of my own, like my ultimate dream is to have like enough, like just stuff around my house that I could almost like be self-sustaining. You know what I mean? Like have the chickens with the eggs and meat and that kind of stuff. And then have kind of like that, like you were talking about that closed, that closed loop system. Um, what was that Hulu documentary that we just watched? Little Big Farm or something like that? It was like, the biggest little farm or something like it's that. Some, you guys should look it up. It's so cool. It's like the whole premise is they built this farm that is like, so for instance, like there's too many snails. So, not, so then they have ducks to eat the snails. Right. And now there, and there's too many hedgehogs or something. So then there's owls eat the hedgehogs and there's pests. So like everything is like just how it's naturally supposed to be. Right. And there's so many different, like the biodiversity is just insane. Yeah. Um, so definitely recommend that documentary. It's super, super interesting, but something like that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. where the whole, Everything just is working how it's supposed to. Um, and you get a hobby year round. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you can just kind of, yeah. So I feel like the, the faster I can get my foot in the door with that kind of stuff, then it'll just be even easier when I, so I'm not like starting it for the first time when I get my own house. Yeah. So, um, yeah, cool. So that was, that's definitely something that's been um, on my to-do list and we'll, we'll keep in touch with you guys and post a bunch of this stuff as it kind of happens. Um, but Yeah, that's all we got for you for this podcast. Thanks for tuning in and God bless. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for tuning into the Voyager Way podcast. Follow us on social media at the Voyager Way for more content from all our outdoor adventures and plenty of how-to videos to get you started on some adventures of your own.